Hello and welcome back to another episode of Choices. Uh, I am your host, Nick Kroll. So uh, I introduce this podcast as Choices every time, but I don't always make the point of why. Uh, it's because you have the choice every single day to do whatever it is that you're doing. If you want to grow, you have the choice to grow. If you aren't growing, you're choosing to not grow. Whether you think so or not, it all comes down to having the choice. Um, I'm a huge believer in self-accountability and self-responsibility. And if you are in a situation where you're just pointing your finger at everybody else, you chose to put yourself in that situation. No matter how badly you think you didn't, uh, at the end of the day, nine and a half out of 10 times, that's what it comes down to, is you're pointing one finger at everybody else, but there's three coming right back at you, and you are the the direct cause of your issue. So that's why I call this shit choices. Um, it just feels like it makes sense. You can choose for today's episode. What we're going to talk about is uh, lean bulking, growing in um, lean body mass, and you can choose to do that. It just depends on what you're willing to give up in order to do that. Um, So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So when talking about bulking and cutting, uh, the first thing people think about is, okay, I got to bulk up and then I'm going to cut back weight and I'll look good. So if I'm 170 right now, I'm going to bulk up to 190 and then I'm going to cut back to 180. Uh, Personally, I've never really like, I've never, I've never done that, but I've never really understood that mentality or that like progress or that result. Um, They say it's a little bit of a quicker way to do it than to do what I'm going to explain in this podcast. However, I don't believe that quicker is always better. Um, And we'll get into that a little bit later. So first off, let's explain what a lean bulk is versus the quote dirty bulk. So a lean bulk is when you're eating really good clean food. So you're still eating chicken, rice, ground beef, ground turkey, potatoes, string beans, whatever your meals are. Those are your main like Those are your main food source. You're not going out and eating ice cream or a burger or whatever like junk food that people eat. You're not going and eating fast food shit. You're not eating a five guys meal. And honest to God, you shouldn't eat that shit regardless. And you shouldn't feed your kids that shit regardless. I'm not going to go on a whole tangent right now about that. But you should never find yourself inside of a fast food joint at any point throughout your life. Period. Um, So... Dirty bulking is more like if you've ever followed C.T. Fletcher, that's kind of what he did. He would eat just McDonald's every day. And don't get me wrong, the guy's big. Um, But I just don't believe in that method. I don't think that forcibly gaining 20 pounds in the matter of a couple months and then cutting back or six months, say it's even six months, and then cutting back 10 pounds over the next three to four months. Like I just don't believe in that. I don't think that that is the best way to do it. Now, granted, this is bodybuilding, this is health, this is whatever. There's a million different ways to do it. Lose fat, gain muscle. There's a million different ways to do it, a million different ways to look better. What I'm going to explain is my method and what what has personally worked for me. Because a lot of the times, your textbook, it doesn't cover this. It doesn't tell you what to do when you've hit that wall. It tells you how to get to a wall, but it doesn't really tell you how to get over the wall. Um, I think that applies for a lot of things, but I'm going to directly relate it to this instance. According to textbooks and according to, quote, science and all that shit, I shouldn't have to eat the amount of food that I have to eat in order to be the size that I want to be. Now, does that mean that maybe my body just doesn't want to be this big and I'm trying to force it to be this big and I'm kind of fighting my own physiology? Yes, probably. Uh, That's probably the case. However, you can push past it. But that's what the books don't tell you is how to push past it. So... 
what I have personally found to be true is first off, just eating more than what your book says. If you're trying to gain weight, just basically throw out your book. It's so irrelevant. Once you hit this wall, it doesn't even like, you got to listen to the people that have been there, done that. And those are the people I'm not saying me, but I'm saying like, you know, the Arnold's of the seventies and Ronnie Coleman, like, yes, those guys were also on steroids. So it's a little bit different. It doesn't directly apply. But when somebody who's big says you got to eat more, they probably know what they're talking about because they've probably experienced this. Your textbook, the guy who wrote your textbook, he's not a monster. He's like a regular dude who works out, is healthy. Like you would look at him and go, okay, that guy exercises. But you don't look at a guy like Arnold and go, oh, he exercises. You look at a guy like Arnold in, in his prime and go, holy shit, that dude's a unit. Uh, so if you want that appeal, you don't go to the guy who wrote the book that you go, oh, he looks good, he works out, unless that's what you want. Now, this is this podcast directly is not for the guy who just wants to look good. This is for the people who want to look like a unit, who want to walk into a room, people go, holy shit, man, you look, you look huge, like you've been working out, whatever. Um, so find the right person for the right job is all I'm saying with that. Um, something I have found is... I personally don't experience any side effects from a ridiculously high protein diet. When I say ridiculously high, I'm talking like 350 upwards, like almost close to 400 grams of protein at this point. Um, And I've started this over the last like, I don't know, it's been a progression over, I'd say the last decade of my life to get to this point. Um, Every month there's some sort of progression Uh, And there should be, no matter what you're doing, losing weight, gaining weight, you should always be progressing in your training, your cardio, whatever it is, you should never do the same thing for too long because your body adapts to that and it stops growing. Uh, That's a side note. I'm sure we'll talk about that at other times um, on this show. But for today, if you, when I started all this dieting and trying to gain weight, I was probably 150 pounds at best, soaking wet. And I was eating uh, basically like a rotisserie chicken a day. And that was it. Like just one rotisserie chicken from like a Hannaford's market basket, local grocery store. I eat a rotisserie chicken, uh, just the white meat. Wouldn't eat the dark meat. Too picky for that. Don't like how slimy it is. Call me whatever you want to call me. I like the white meat. Um, And that honestly, I mean, that's probably like 12 ounces of chicken breast that I would eat. Like it's not that much. Like 12 ounces for a day is really not that much. Um... So, but that helped because I wasn't doing that before. So my body wasn't used to it. So my body was taking that and taking the training that I was doing and it was using that as fuel and I was growing. So that kind of helped push me to 155, 160-ish, whatever. And then I started like really getting into meal prepping um, a couple years after that. So when I started all it, I was like 15. This is really like 10 years ago when I really first started all this. Um, and then as I grew up, became an adult, like had my own bills, stuff like that, um, made my own money and I could actually choose what I was buying at stores, uh, I would start meal prepping. Now, my meal preps eight years ago are a lot different than my meal preps now. Now, they're a lot more focused. Eight years ago, when I say meal prep, I'm talking like I had some spaghetti with some ground beef in it and that was my, quote, lunch every single day, my meal prepped lunch every day Um, and I wasn't even meal prepping dinner at that time. I would have my meal prepped lunch and then I'd come home and I'd kind of wing dinner. Um... Now, I'm same thing, same time, every single day. 
I've talked about that in previous episodes, so we won't get too into that. It's the eat like a dog method. Big believer in that. Um, it just helps you plug and play so much easier. It helps you add easily. helps you take away easily. If you have a problem with your diet, your bowel movements, anything, you can very quickly assess what it was because you're only eating a certain amount of things. Um, but basically, just over the years, I've slowly, slowly grown um, with my diet, and it's been, okay... 165 was a chicken breast every day. Well, 170 was meal prepping. Uh, it was spaghetti here, then maybe some chicken for dinner, steak, whatever I was eating for dinner that night was whatever dinner was. And then it became, hey, I should just meal prep lunch and dinner. So now um, this was when I started weighing my food as well. So I started with like six ounces of a chicken breast and three to four little red potatoes and some green beans. And I was doing that twice a day, every single day, Monday, Monday to Sunday, it was seven days a week. I'm not like a huge cheat meal guy. That doesn't happen for me weekly. Never really has. Um, if I do have a cheat meal, it's probably like once, maybe twice a month, and it's like a chicken parm or something, for example. Um, so it's, it went to the chicken, six ounces, some red potatoes, yada, yada. And my body slowly, like, it took that in, and it kind of grew a little bit. And I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. Like, But then you get to a point where you're like, all right, how much more do I have to eat? Like, I feel like I'm eating a lot of food um, and I'm not growing anymore. So like 165, 170 is really where I kind of sat for a little bit. Like I was like 165, 170 for a good almost two, three years uh, because I, I thought that I was eating enough. I thought that I was doing enough and I was like, I don't know why I'm not growing. Maybe I just got to push harder. And then finally, like a realization kind of slapped me in the face. It was uh, after listening to videos of, you know, Arnold, Ferrigno, Rich Pena, just old school bodybuilders talking about you got to eat to grow. Um, so I was like, all right, fuck it. Let me try that out. Let me throw a little bit more calories in there. So I now up to the chicken. I upped the, um, instead of, uh, potatoes, I was doing rice. So I was doing eight ounces of chicken every meal with, um, some rice that worked a little bit. So then I started doing three of those meals and then, I was like, okay, it's working, but it kept working for like a month and then I would plateau again, a month and then I'd plateau again. Every time I tried something new, it would work for a little bit and then it would basically stop working. I would just sit at where I was. And what I was noticing while that was happening was as you put on those first, call it three to five pounds, they don't look great, but they look good. As you sit at that number for a little bit, they start to really shape up and they start to look really, really good now. Uh, they look great after like another month goes by. So I started realizing like, okay, there, uh, there's a game to play here. And that game is put on a few lean pounds, give your body some time to catch up to that weight. Because if, as you're still training hard and training intensely, you're not putting on just fat, but it's not as lean as it could be. The muscle hasn't developed yet because it's new, if that makes any sense. Like, uh, and again, this is not science. This is just what I've noticed in my body from training myself. Um, it takes it a little bit to go, okay, we have more mass on us now. Well, let's shape this like the rest of us. So as I would gain five pounds, I would almost like wait a little bit. I'd sit there for a little bit and I'd be like, okay, this looks pretty good. Like I've The only time I tried to gain more than five pounds at a time was from 180 to 190 the first time, which was uh, seven, eight, maybe nine months ago from this day. And I was 180 and I was like, all right, I'm going to try and just push to 190. And I just kept going and going and going and going. And I did hit 190, but I didn't like the way it looked. Like it didn't look that good. So as I lost a little bit of weight by simply just taking out, taking away like a few calories and not eating as much as I was eating, um, 
I very quickly came back down and uh, I'll, I was going to mention how, what I'm eating and how much I'm eating. I'll get to that at the end. Um, so I would come back. I came back down to like the 183 mark and it looked so good. But the first time I ever hit 183, it didn't look that good. Like it looked, um, I don't, I don't know how to explain it because like it, everybody's opinion is going to be different. Like my version of good is going to be very different than your version of good or whoever's sitting next to you's version of good. So to me, it didn't look as good as I wanted it to look. Um, the first time, but the second time it looked really good because the body had adapted to the weight that it had put on and it became lean and, uh, I guess lean and mean kind of like the rest of the body. So now as more time progressed, I was like, okay, I'm going to try this again. Um, I've already hit 190, so it shouldn't be super hard to get back to that 190. Um, so I did, I got to 190 and again, I was like, all right, cool. This is good. It looks, it looked so much better. So now this is only like, I'm talking two, three months ago right now, maybe even less, um, the 190 this time around. So it's like, okay, this looks a lot better. I'm much more comfortable at this 190. I like that. Now let's try and push to 200. So as I'm sitting here in this chair, I am 195. Um, without, let's like with just a pair of shorts on, basically, I go on my, you'll see on my Instagram stories, I'll take a picture of this, a video of the scale, and I'll come up to me with just shorts on, so I'm not like wearing five pounds of clothing, like some people will step on a scale with their shoes on, well, your shoes are pound and a half, two pounds, um, doesn't really count, in my opinion, you should be wearing shorts, or ideally nothing, if you're not taking a video of yourself, don't take a video of yourself wearing nothing, and put that online, um, or do it, whatever you want to do, it's a free country, but now that 190, it looks a lot different now. So 190 is much leaner this time. So then 195 now, it doesn't look great, but it looks better than if I would have just kept going from that other 190. And I think that's where people that do the strict bulk and cut, they go wrong. Because as you bulk too much, it, does, it starts to not look as good. But if you bulk and then you just sit there for a little bit and you give your body some time to adapt to that and then bulk up a little bit more... Two things are going to happen. A, one, it's going to look really good. It's going to be a little bit leaner. Two, your strength isn't going to be all confused. Your strength is going to grow with you. As you get to, say, 190 and then cut back to 170, well, your strength from 170 to 190 has changed significantly. But then as you go back from 190 to 170, yeah, maybe you're a little bit stronger than when you started, but essentially you're losing strength again. And I don't know many people that like to go to the gym and lose strength. Um, so that's another reason why I don't really like that, like bulk cut, bulk cut. I just like maintaining a, a steady bulk basically till I die, like for the rest of my life. We'll see. I mean, maybe there gets a point where like, quote, too big. I don't know if naturally that really can happen. Um, but something else that I want to mention too is there's been a couple times throughout my life that people have said to me, you've reached your um, like maximum potential, you've peaked, like you can't get bigger than what you are and still look as lean as you are. And I mean, being 18, 19, 20, like you hear that from somebody who's been doing it for a while and you're like, huh, maybe this guy's right. Like, I don't know that, I guess, like, should I just give up? Like, should I stop trying? Um, the answer to that would be no, because I figured out that those people, uh, I don't know why they would say that. Maybe they just don't believe in themselves. Maybe they're trying to hold you back. I don't know why someone would say that. Um, but it was basically kind of like a, a steroid pitch is how I was taking it. And I was like, I'm not, I will never do that. Like I'll never hop on steroids. The only things I take and plan to ever take are whey protein and uh, creatine monohydrate. 
other than that, I don't take anything else. Uh, I don't even take a multivitamin. I just eat so much food. I try to make sure that it's semi-balanced so I can get vitamins from that. I'm not against a multivitamin. It's honestly just the fact of like going to the store every month and buying one. Um, I have a very strict routine in a grocery store. My feet hit the same place every single time. So to throw that off kind of drives me insane because um, I'm in and out of a grocery store in like five minutes. I mean, it's crazy how quick I can do that. Um, but that's years and years of just getting the same food every single week week after week after week. Um, but so I've heard the whole, you know, you're at your max, you can't get any bigger naturally. You gotta like, you gotta do something else. Like, and I just, I'm here to tell you that that's not true. Like that has been proven false. Um, I'm still growing. I don't know how far you can grow naturally. I really don't, but it's made me realize that a lot of these people on Instagram that are pretty big and claim natural, there is a chance that maybe they are. Um, Maybe they figured this out before I have. Maybe they figured this out and they're really pushing harder. I don't know how much harder than myself somebody's really pushing because I feel like I'm going pretty intensely every day not to try and toot my own horn, but I don't think the average person could do what I'm doing. Um, it is a lot. It is constant eating. It's constant workouts. It's constantly good sleep. It's just so many different things that have to play a factor that you have to do every single day. Not drinking is a huge thing. Um, whether you're trying to gain or lose weight, not drinking alcohol is your best friend. And I've had this conversation with so many other people as well that have been like on a mission and they said, yeah, I just gave up drinking and I feel so good. Um, I Drinking's a whole topic that I could go on to, but we're not going to. Um, so I guess to sum this up, my advice to you, if you were trying to grow would be stay off drugs, do it naturally. It's going to be healthier for your body. It's going to feel better when you accomplish it as well. Um, you're going to be a lot more proud of yourself. And if you think that you're eating enough, just know that you're probably not. If your weight has stayed the same consistently for months on end, you can add more, more food to your diet, clean food, uh, more chicken, more rice, more ground beef, stuff like that. Don't eat junk. Um, it's as, it's honest, it is as simple as this. More food equals more weight. Less food equals less weight. It's, it's that simple a formula. Um, and also, like everybody else preaches, you got to stay consistent with it. You can't do it for three months and then give it up and say it didn't work. You have to push through it for, honest to God, like years to really, really see the long-term benefits of it. Um because your body, like I was saying before, it grows and it adapts and it grows and it adapts. And it, it almost, it almost finds like a new default setting is the way to describe that best. So 180 becomes your default and 180 is where like your body kind of wants to be. It wants to be 180 and then you push past and you maintain 190 for a little bit. Now your body wants to be 190 and it's a lot more effortless to maintain what your body wants than it is to constantly fight your body in growing more and more every single month. So as you let yourself maintain and kind of get a new default setting and then push past that and grow a little bit more, um, I think you'll see better results that way than just trying to bulk up by eating a bunch of junk as much as you can day in and day out and then hoping you're going to cut the weight back. Um, it's almost like... Uh, it's, it's a whole thing. I, I don't think it's the right way to do it, but it works for some people. And this is where everybody's body is different. And you got to do trial and error with what works for your body. Like this, this 20 minute podcast that you just listened to took me eight years to figure out. And you may sit here and say, oh, you're an idiot. Like how'd it take you eight years to figure that out? 
I don't know. It's a good question. Maybe I am an idiot, but um, I figured it out now and I'm here to share that with you because a lot of the times your textbook isn't telling you some of the stuff that I'm telling you right now. It's not, it doesn't always line up with what's reality because like I said before, everybody's body is different. So that's all I got for this episode. That's, oh, I told you I'd tell you what I'm eating right now for my food personally. Um, I'll do that real quick and then I'll sign off of this. So every morning, eggs, six of them, wheat bagel, uh, Seagies yogurt. Do recommend Seagies because they are not not a sponsor or anything like that, but they're just natural. Um, there's like real sugar and not sucralose. And then a cup of milk. So milk, one of your best friends if you're trying to gain weight. Um, it's just an easy 110 calories or whatever. I like 1% milk personally. It's an easy 110 calories. I do it with breakfast. I do it with my shake. I do it with my lunch and dinner. Um, so I'm adding like 500 calories a day of just milk right now. And it's helped so much. Um, cause it's also like not bad for you. I mean, it's not, I wouldn't do it if I was trying to lose weight, but it's milk is like good for you, obviously. So from there, um, this is where it gets fun. So now I need like a second breakfast. So I'll either do Kodiak pancakes with another yogurt or I'll do, um, uh, spaghetti pasta, whatever kind of spaghetti pasta I have in the house. Like, I don't know, third of a pound of that. And then uh, some, it depends on the day. Sometimes my post-workout shake is also coming right after that, uh, like an hour or two after that. Usually that meal is right before my workout or I'm waiting until lunchtime and I'm having my lunch, which is at around 11 and that's four ounces of chicken, four ounces of ground beef, seven and a half to eight ounces of rice. Now I up that a little bit, um, my milk, and then I'll have a banana with my workout and then post-workout, I'm having a shake with 10 ounces of milk, banana, ice, scoop of protein, scoop of creatine. And then from there, now we're going back to a second like pasta or pancake kind of meal. And these are the Kodiak pancakes, the ones that have some protein in them. Um, they're not like an ideal food, but they're not a trash food. Uh, they do have a lot of ingredients in them. Like they're not, I wouldn't call them a health food. They're more for like you're just trying to gain some weight. Um, so I'll eat those with some spaghetti pasta, whatever. And then from there, it's another meal. Um, four ounces of chicken, four ounces of ground beef, seven to eight ounces of rice, maybe a glass of milk with that one as well. And then uh, some sort of a snack in the interim before like a dinner again, because now there's a dinner at seven, some sort of a snack. It's not usually a big one. This is like blueberries, apple, some sort of a fruit, like something kind of little. And then um, dinner, same thing, chicken, ground beef, rice, same numbers as before. And then before bed, another shake, which is a, um, this one isn't as intense. It's usually like maybe a banana, milk, ice, and protein, or just milk and protein, um, depending on what I've had throughout the day. If I was a little bit busier and I didn't have time for the spaghetti, one of those meals, I'll add the banana, something like that, something to compensate uh, if there was some sort of a miss earlier, which usually there isn't. That's pretty rare. Uh, that's like something in the house broke and I had to spend a couple hours dealing with that instead of like trying to be focused on this because this is literally eating like every couple of hours. I mean, I sum that up in about three minutes, but I'm literally eating every couple of hours and you got to remember the cooking time that goes with that because now granted, like you cook something, you, spaghetti pancakes, that's only for like a day or two with the amount that I'm eating. I'm not cooking a week's worth of pancakes like I am my chicken, ground beef, and rice. That is all set. That's five days at a time every time I cook it. That's the easy part. The hard part is all the little things that I'm trying to add into it as well. And those are newer 
um, since I hit the 190, that's what I'm using to try and push me to that 200 mark. And then we'll try and maintain 200 for a little bit, see how that looks, see if it leans out good. And then who knows what happens from there. But that's what I do. That's how I like to do it. That's what I recommend. As always, if you have any questions for yourself personally, you can reach out to me on my website, rnfitnessgym.com, under the Inquire for Coaching tab, or uh, my Instagram, Nick underscore Kroll, or the RN Fitness uh, Training Instagram, which is rnfitness underscore training. And um, feel free to ask any questions, look for any advice. Don't charge people for that. Talk to people all the time, answer questions. Uh, I just like to help out. So, Let me know if you got any, and um, thanks for listening.